episode number 29 ladies and gentlemen um back into the thick of things um for lack of a better term thinking on my feet not working well for me today um yeah we're back we're back episode 29 this week um i have a topic set this week um submitted by the good old friend of the podcast dr fat um if you're admiring my hair which you won't be doing if it's audio, but I cut it myself, again. I think I've cut my own hair for the past four or five months. Um, getting better, getting better, although I did have a mishap a few weeks ago um, where I had to shave it all off, but we're past that, and I got a good good fresh haircut. Um, yeah, friend of the podcast, Dr. Fat, submitted a topic that I thought was very interesting, Um And it is, are decisions made based on the data you consume or are they based on the data you create? And I think that's a fantastic question. Um, And we will get to that at some stage, but not yet. Um, It's been going on. It's only been a few days since I last recorded a podcast. Um, I recorded on Monday, Tuesday, one of the two. Um, And yeah, here we are on a Saturday recording again. I was supposed to record last night, but you know, shit got in the way, um, so I'm recording now, happy days, I hit a three hour and ten minutes, very specific ride this morning, um, it was good, I felt fucking fantastic out there, um, flying around on the roads, um, yeah, I just keep feeling fitter and fitter, which is what you want, I suppose, I had four 25 minute efforts, um, but, you know, went harder in the, those efforts, but went pretty consistent throughout the whole lot. Uh, felt really strong. Um, averaged about 29.4 Ks an hour. I wonder how many watts I averaged, which is the important stat. Um, Ks an hour fluctuates depending on the elevation, all that kind of crap. But watts is, watts is the one. Watts is the stat you want. Averaged 224 watts, which is pretty good for a whole ride. Um, had about... I had 1,300 meters of elevation. Damn, son. So averaging 29 Ks with 1,300 meters of elevation is pretty fucking solid. Um, I'm very happy with that. Very, very happy. Um, I'm two weeks out now from Geelong. When's Geelong? The 20th. Yep. So it's tomorrow in two weeks' time, which is fucking exciting. Like, I get tingly just thinking about it. It's going to be a fucking good race. Um, I was looking at my last, I was looking at last year's stats right now, which I'll do again, uh, just to go over them with you. Well, I've got you guys here. Um, yeah, I was looking at them thinking like, cause I want to try and go 440. I want to try and beat last year's time, but I would like to do 440. And I was looking at last year's stats and my swim was, um, 2847, which I think I can get under 28, which is, you know, like a minute. Great. Um, then my ride was Two hours 40, which is pretty fucking quick. Average 33, nearly 434Ks an hour, which I was like, oh, if I can average that this time, you know, I should be right. Fuck, I'm going to have to average 36Ks an hour if I want to um, get two and a half hours, which is solid. And then my run was an hour 40, an hour 41, which I would be happy to get that again this year, which I think I'll, I think I'll be able to go a bit quicker. But I was just looking at it thinking, 
like in my head I thought my times were slower and I thought I would easily be able to pick up another 10 10 minutes 10 15 minutes but mm, I don't know and we're gonna have to it's gonna be interesting to see um the elevation for Geelong is only about 619 meters which is fucking way better than 1200 so if I can hold you know similar power that I put out today in Geelong I should be able I should be able to get 36 k's an hour um so I'm that's super like that makes me so confident knowing that like I rode for three hours and 10 minutes and I had you know 93 94 k's today so if I can replicate the same effort um in the race with less elevation I should be fucking sweet so I'm very excited um while I was ripping around today I did something that was oh I got a pimple don't get distracted um, I did something that was a little bit reckless but I was doing an effort right and this guy um this I assume it was a guy but I don't know these this person was driving with like a camp trailer on and they were driving really fucking slow and I was doing like 35 40 k's an hour and you'd expect a car to do more than that wouldn't you well they weren't um and I was like I want to keep my effort going like now I'm feeling really good I want to keep carrying this through i don't want to stop i don't want to slow down like i feel fucking good i don't want to tarnish my uh, my effort because this person's going really slow so like I, I was fucking sitting up their ass probably drafting a bit and then it got to the roundabout and they just fucking slammed on their brakes there were no cars coming they slammed on their brakes and like were hard up against the right so i couldn't go past that way and like i made a split second decision that was probably the wrong choice I'm okay, but it was probably, um, got me in a bit of trouble, um, I decided to go on the inside, I was like, fuck these guys, went on the inside, and then went, turned right at the roundabout, so went on the inside, cut in front of them, and then turned right on the roundabout, um, and they got mad, and they sped up, and like, you know, bipped at me, and yelled some shit, and I was like, well, you could have fucking sped up before, like, I mean, I wouldn't have overtaken you if you had have actually gone the speed limit before. Um, I'm just going to wipe my camera because I'm worried. I'm paranoid. The lens is dirty. Um, yeah, you could have fucking sped up before and not just, you know, gone slow the whole time. And I wouldn't have had to do what I did, but I did. Um, and they got mad. And I think, like, now they're going to have a bad taste in their mouth when it comes to cyclists, which sucks. I hate when people do that, when people um, give drivers, motorists, um, bad impressions of cyclists because then you, like, you always get on the receiving end of it. You always cop it. Like I, some dude pulled me up at a um, general store a few weeks ago and started giving me a hard time about cyclists. Oh, you blokes fucking drive right up King Lake and you take up all the road and then you come down and you fucking, you know. And I was like, meet us blokes. I was like, mate. I ride solo, I don't ride in groups, um, he was like, oh yeah, but you fucking take up all the road, and I was like, I need to take up the road so I don't die, like, if I sit right on the edge, you guys think you can go past, when you fucking can't, and then you clip me and that's it, it's game over, whereas if I sit a bit further out, you're not going to risk it, um, and I just said to him, I was like, I'm cautious of, you know, drivers, I, I know when there's a driver behind me, I don't agree with riding, you know, two abreast, when there's fucking cars everywhere, that's silly, um, and I think that's what he had the problem with, he had the problem with people riding, you know, two abreast all the time, and just taking up all the road, whereas I ride alone, I don't ride with other people, so I don't really fucking have that problem, um, I just said to him, I was like, hey, you know, just remember, we're trying to be fucking alive too, and he ended up taking it, I don't know, I ended up leaving, I can't really remember how it went, 
think he, I think he was alright about it, but you know, if not, it doesn't matter. I tried, I had a crack, um, but yeah. And then something else happened that was wonderful and magical. I was riding down a hill, and no, riding up a hill, and I heard this fucking thump, and I was like, "What the fuck was that?" And I was like, oh, "Did my tire fall off or something?" Turned around, and my drink bottle had fallen out of my rear drink bottle cages. And I was like, "Ah, shit!" Um, so I like rode up to the top of the hill, you know, stopped, got off, like ran down. This lady, I stopped and pulled over, and this lady was behind me waiting to go past. And then she thought I was stopping to talk to her. And then she like put down her window. She's like, what, what, did I, what did I do? And I was like, oh, I'm just getting my drink bottle. She's like, oh, that was yours. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, gee, no stress. And then she drove off and I picked my drink bottle up and some other dude drove past, put his window down. He's like, oh, you, you, you grabbed it? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, oh, cool. And I was like, wait, did you fucking turn around to come and get it and give it to me? He's like, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? What a nice dude. Like on his peas. You never, I would never expect a pea plater to do that shit for me. Um, but he did. He um, stopped, turned around, went to pick it up and give it to me. But then he was like, realized I picked it up. So he just chucked a Yui and off he went into the distance. But that kind of behavior deserves a fucking reward and a shout out. So don't know your name. Don't even know. Can't even really remember what you look like because it was pretty deep into the ride. But if you're listening, thank you. I appreciate it. You did a really good job. Uh, didn't expect it. So I'm grateful, eternally grateful for you bringing my or attempting intending attending intending to bring my drink bottle back to me i um yeah fucking appreciate it appreciate it heaps mate um yeah otherwise the ride was fucking good i got another three hour ride tomorrow so i don't know if i'm gonna go i think i'm gonna try and i'll stick to the efforts more like today i probably just went full send the whole time because i wanted to see how quick i could go um where's tomorrow i'll I'll tone it back. I'll be like, all right, cool. I'll follow my program properly because I got to run off the bike. Got fourteen k's, um, which will be it'll be what it's what it'll be. It'll be fine. What's the pacing on it? I'll check while I'm on the air. I don't think it's too fast. An hour and seven. What is that? What do you reckon that is? Quick maths. I don't know. Four fifty. Fuck. So it's quick. Oh Jesus. Twelve at four forty-four. Okay. I'll be running in the fucking endorphins. I ran in them for the first time on Friday, um, and they, I don't know, at, at first they were a bit weird, I didn't know what to think when I, when I was running in them, um, it just felt, I don't know, unnatural, not, not what I'm used to, uh, but by the end of it, fuck, I was flying, it was, I had some pretty solid efforts, and I noticed my heart rate was low, like it could have been due to a number of things, maybe because it was cool, it was early in the morning, so it wasn't hot yet, like, I don't know, could have been due to a number of things, but I found my heart rate was really low, and it was easy, like, once you picked up speed, and you, like, got momentum going, it was, like, easy to carry, easy to carry it through, like, none of my muscles were blowing up, like, hammies weren't blowing up, glutes weren't blowing up, nothing, and I had, like, 800 meters, 800 meter efforts at four minutes or something, which is pretty quick, or pretty, you know, lactic hezzy, heavy lactic hezzy, lactic heavy for me at times um so yeah i was fucking pumped with them and on the topic of runners i ran in the hawkers the hawkers the bondis again uh, i'm calling them the bondi boats i ran in them again and dude i had this so i had this realization right um so last time i ran in the hawkers it was the first run i'd ever done in them and it was 20 k's and i was like ouch it just hurt um so i was like it was the first run in them. That's not what they're going to be like. Second run I did was 17Ks. And dude, they were just fantastic. 
the Bondi 7s, Bondi boats, they were fucking awesome. And then I finished and I like did a little walk cool down. I was like, these are the comfiest shoes I've ever worn in my life. Like I was walking in them. I was like, I don't want to take these off. Usually when I finish a run, I want to get the shoes off ASAP. But I finished and I was like, damn, I just like, it was like a cozy, it was the coziest shoe ever. It was just the best feeling. So I love them. Um, yeah. Happy with both my shoe pur- purchases in the last couple of weeks, days, I don't know, so fucking stoked with them, um, whoa, alright, let's roll it, let's roll it back, let's roll the clock back, actually, let's not roll it back, let's roll it forward, yeah, roll it forward, so, last week, I, so, a few weeks ago, Caitlin and I went to this, like, pub that does, um, vegan pub meals, as well as normal pub meals, and it was it's called the Cornish Arms. And like I went there and I just put up a photo of the food and I was like, ah, sick, this is awesome. Like I over-ordered as I normally do. And then last week I got a message and it was like from, it was from them, the Cornish Arms. And I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, why are these guys messaging me? And I was like, no, whatever. Then I checked and it turns out we won a $50 voucher. <sighs> because of, you know, you automatically enter a competition when you share it to your story. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, that's awesome. So for dinner tonight, we're going back. Cornish Arms. Spend our fifty dollar voucher and then some to get some delicious food. Um so that's exciting. That's on the on the agenda for this evening. Um I'm sure I'll post a story of my meal because it's gonna be fucking delicious and massive. The um yeah. Anyway, let's wind the clock back, right? To the start of the week. Mm. Not really, because I recorded this stuff. Let's run. Let's wind the, wind the clock back a couple of days. I've had a few realizations this week, um, right? And one of them is like, how do I say this without coming across as mean? Like, okay, ninety percent. Nine. Let's say ninety percent. Let's pluck a pluck a number out of the air. Let's say ninety percent. Ninety percent of dudes in the sauna are just full of shit. Like, I don't know if you've ever sat in a sauna before, but 90% of dudes that are sitting in the sauna and the ones that are sitting in the sauna and talking are full of shit. Like, the shit they say is just, mate, they are just fucking absolutely full of it, dude. One guy, I shit you not, I was sitting sitting in the sauna, like I just finished a swim, jumped in the sauna, and I was sitting there listening to him talk shit, and he was saying, like, he he was saying facts. He was saying facts, but just because they're facts doesn't mean you're not full of shit. Like he was there talking about, oh yeah, you know, saunas are really good for reducing your, um, uh, what's it called? Your not comorbidity, not comorbidity. Your um, oh, fuck, like your overall risk of death. He was saying, yeah, it's really good to risk uh, reducing your overall risk of death. You know, um, you. I think it was 20 minutes a day or something. He's like, it's fucking, you know, it's really good. Really, really good. And I, I like, I looked, looked up and he literally had his hands just sitting on top of his gut while he was standing there. And I was like, bro, I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I don't think it's going to help if you're, you know, out doing the fucking sauna when you go home with snacks, alcohol, all the, all the shit that's going to fuck you up. Like... You probably should look at your nutrition and what you're putting in your body first before you worry about sitting in the sauna. Like he was talking about, oh yeah, it sweats out all your toxins that your body can't get rid of. It's like, yeah, but 
when you're putting in more than you can sweat out, then it's not going to make a difference, dude. Um, I just thought it was hilarious. Like, I was, it's that, that's what I mean by full of shit. Like, yeah, it's facts. It's true. It is good for you, but in combination with other good things, you can't just do the sauna because it's not going to fucking work. And then he was talking to some other dude saying, oh, it's good for fitness as well. And I was like, I like, I chimed in because, you know, I love everything that's good for fitness. And I was like, yeah, he's right. It is good for fitness. And he's like, yeah, you know, when you come in and you, you sweat it up for, you know, 20 minutes and you walk out with a heart rate of like 140, that's pretty, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good workout. It's better than, you know, actually doing stuff. And I was like, you walk out with a heart rate of 140. You walk out of the sauna after 20 minutes with a heart rate of 140. What the fuck are you doing, son? holy shit mine got up to like 115 after 20 minutes and that was after coming back from covid 140 holy fuck dude that's bad like no you should definitely be doing other shit like you should you should not be relying on the sauna if your heart rate's 140 after 20 minutes you should be doing other stuff you should be walking maybe i don't know that's not fucking good man that's fucking, what? Your body is struggling that much that your heart rate's 140 after 20 minutes of sitting in a sauna. I come out sleepy as afterwards. Like, yeah, my heart rate's like 115, maybe. Um, usually sits around the fucking high 90s, maybe 100. Depends. If I'm stretching, it'll go up. Um, but 140? Fuck. I, my, I ran 10.5Ks on Friday. Um, that was my interval session and my average heart rate was 135, well, 137. I get it. I'm fit, but still 140 after sitting on your ass for 20 minutes is like, I don't know. I feel like it's not acceptable. I feel like it's pretty fucking like if that was happening to me, that would just be setting off red flags everywhere. Um, so feel bad. I feel bad for this, the dude. I, like, I want to say something to him, but at the same time, you're like, ah, whatever. Like, these guys aren't going to listen. They're all fucking full of shit. They just jump in and talk, talk bullshit. And then there was one dude, right? It, I thought this was so ridiculous. He's, he was probably the most skinny fat guy I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, just talking about, you know, the same bullshit about how saunas are really good. You know, they're fucking grouse. You fucking, you know, you sweat out the toxins you put a bit of um, eucalyptus on there, and fucking smells great, you know, all this shit. He's like, it's never hot enough in here. And I'm like, well, then why don't you fucking keep coming here? Go somewhere else. Um, then he starts talking. He's like, oh, yeah, you never see Chinese people use saunas. You were, they always use steam rooms. And I, like, looked to the guy next to me, and he looked at me and then looked at the dude saying this. And he was like, he was, a, he was, a, he was an old Chinese gentleman. He was like, fucking, are you serious, dude? I'm sitting right here. Oh, anyway, rant over. Um, yeah, bottom line is guys that sit in the sauna. Let me start that again, right? Bottom line is the old guys that talk in the sauna are like 90% full of shit. They always come out with the most, most ridiculous things to say ever. And my judgment from, you know, being there, being privy to it is that they are just full of shit. They're... Nine, nine times out of ten, skinny fat and just full of shit. Anyway, next. Next topic. Yeah. I've got a message. Oh, fantastic. Um, all right. Oh, sorry. I got fucking got revved up there, eh? Am I crack a cocoa coast? Just to... Um... Did you hear that they're actually... You can buy them um, and they send them to you now. You buy them online. 
fantastic. So if they're not on special at the shops, you may as well get them delivered bulk from the Cocoa Coast themselves. Um, all right, let's touch on something nice. Um, the shows that I'm watching at the moment. So Caitlin and I just finished watching... There's a bit of cotton flying around. But just finished watching Witcher. Um, it is fantastic. If you haven't watched Witcher on Netflix, Henry Cavill plays The Witcher. He's fucking the best. He was made for playing Superman and The Witcher. He plays it so fucking well. It's... Oh, he just nails it. And it's the story's so fucking good. The way, like, I, f- I was talking to Ben about it this week. And the way, like, the storyline works is... They get you, like, the first few episodes, they just slowly build. It's like a, I don't know what that kind of chart is, but it slowly, slowly builds. And then, like, uh, what is it called? It starts with A. Fuck it. I don't know. It slowly builds. Like, they start slow, and then by the last few episodes, it's like, bang, 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 bang. Then it finishes on something fucking insane. It finishes on on the next level shit. So, finish watching that. Um, I have started, or I'm midway through, um, Righteous Gemstones. It's got Adam Devine in it, and it's got Adam Devine, what's his name? Danny McBride, um, John Goodman. It's pretty, it's hilarious. It's a comedy. It's a comedy about, they nailed it. It's a comedy about, like, this family of preachers that are just fucking loaded with cash and have, like, a preposterous, like, living situation they all roll around in fucking g-wagons and fast white cars because they're preachers they have just like they have like six private jets it's ridiculous they have so much money and it's just making fun of that whole kind of situation thing so it's very it's quite good i'm watching that on binge um and i'm fucking yeah enjoying it it's very funny um if you've seen so the next one if you've seen the suicide squad the new one um peacemaker who is played by John Cena, he has his own TV show. And I'm, I've am started watching that, and it is fucking fantastic. I love... It's by... Uh, James Gunn, I think, is producing and directing it. And he's just... he's He did the um, Guardians of the Galaxy movies. And he's just fucking killing it, man. It is fantastic. Like, it's not G-rated. It's not PG-rated. It's like... It's just got... It's dirty. It's funny. It's just... Oh, think Deadpool. Um, it's that kind of funny... And one of the characters actually in there, Vigilante, is just reminiscent of Deadpool. It's insane. That's on... What's Peacemaker on? That's also on Binge. Binge has all, like, the HBO shit. So if you want to watch fucking, you know, funny stuff, get on Binge as well. That's pretty... It's got some pretty good shit on there. Um, And, like, the new episodes come out weekly. So, yeah, Peacemaker's fantastic. Gotta watch it. And then, last but not least, um, Mandalorian or the Book of Boba Fett. Oh, it's just riveting. I'm going to rewatch the Star Wars movies again, which will be the third or fourth time I've seen them, just to fill in the gaps of stuff that I may have missed. But so good. I love just the storyline is fantastic. And the Mandalorian is such a good character. Um, but what baffles me most about all that stuff is... Like, John Favreau is the creator of Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, like those TV shows. And John Favreau plays Happy on um, the Marvel movies. Like, I think he's pretty sure he's a director in the Marvel movies as well, and a writer. But he wrote the Mandalorian and 
stuff like that, which I never knew. I was like, this guy just plays this, you know, his character. That's all I thought he was. He was just his character. But he's written so many good things. It's crazy. If you look at his... I'm gonna, I'll pull it up now. Um, yeah, so he plays Happy on Marvel. But if you look at the shit he's written and directed, it's crazy. John Favreau. Here we go. He's written so many fucking things. Actor, actor, actor. Let's skip through that. I'm looking at his IMDb page now. It always baffles me. I just never... Producer. Let's see what his director... Sorry writer what's he written Mandalorian Boba Fett um oh maybe I should have gone shit I'm sorry I should have gone with the other ones direct alright sorry let's just go back to let's go back to director alright let's keep it simple he's directing some of the best shit Mandalorian Lion King um the Office. He was a director on The Office. What? Fucking hell. Iron Man. Iron Man Two. Zathura. Alf. Um. Yeah. Anyway, he's directed some really good shit and a producer of some really good shit. So, next time you see Happy, you know, make sure you make a mental note of like this guy's fucking legit. He's got some good shit out there. Um. Yeah. So that's what I'm watching at the moment um what else is news ah oh, got a roof rack for my bike um so i don't know if i've touched on this but i put a roof tray on my car a rhino rack roof tray which covers the whole roof and that meant like i had no i had no bike rack for a while i, I haven't had one for until this week actually um because yeah i just haven't had like haven't had one that fits my car so i put a roof tray on i was like how am i going to get a bike rack like none of the rhino rack bike racks that i saw worked with my were compatible with my bikes because they were all like through axle ones now which is annoying and i was just like i was really frustrated i was like trying to ask people and no one knew the answer to my questions and i was like fuck it i'm just gonna buy the like there's a two-piece one where you got you hook the forks into the first part and then like you have the second part that you clip into the tray somewhere and that's where the wheel sits so i bought that i was like fuck it i'm just gonna buy it and see if it works and if it doesn't work i'll return it so i bought it and then i bought an extra part that was like okay maybe this will help fit my forks on it whatever anyway bought it set it up and i didn't need to buy any extra bits it worked i just had to get a special like thing to clamp my front wheel in but yeah, works, locks, happy, fucking fits on the top, the top of my car, and it was only 150 bucks, so I'm fucking stoked. The um, downside is that it makes, like, the highest point of it is, like, 3.2 meters high, which is pretty high, so I won't be going in any underground car parks or under anything, really, with that, because it'll probably fucking get chopped off. I definitely won't be going under the Montague Bridge that's for sure um because it will be gone if i do um yeah fucking pumped with that um what i started having smoothies this week i haven't had smoothies like i've been making mm, let's let's call them protein thick shakes right because smoothies are good i've been having smoothie bowls but i haven't had protein thick shakes for ages and like what I've been doing is just get a couple of like a couple of scoops of or a couple of tablespoons of this um, 
my vegan protein that I use, I put in like a heap of frozen banana and then some almond milk or soy, whatever's open, and just a bit of peanut butter and blend that shit up until it's thick, thick, and just try and drink it or eat it with a spoon. It's fucking amazing. I love it. I've just been smashing them. I think I've had one every day this week. So good. Had one this morning after I got back from my ride and it was fabulous. Um, so I'm fucking honor them hard right now. They are just hitting the fucking spot. Um, which is, yeah, it's nice. Like I'm going to use my protein powder. I never, I never really use it. Maybe that's why my recovery has been pretty good. I'm fucking flying this week. Who knows? Um, anyway, moving on, moving on to the next, next topic. Um, so I was at the shops and I witnessed the funniest and saddest thing ever. Um, I'll tell you what the funniest thing was first. So I was at the shops, right? At the self-checkout at Woolies, buying my Cocoa Coast, buying my Cocoa Coast um, to, you know, drink because it's delicious. And I was sitting there, you know, beep, beep, you know, putting the shit in the bag. And then I, I look to my left and I see this, like the attendant was panicked. She was like, oh, excuse me, excuse me. And I look to my left and see this, this lady at the checkout with this big A3, like A4 sign that says this checkout is not in order. And she's trying to scan her items. And I was like, um, how do you not, how do you not notice that? Like you can't scan it because there's a sign saying, Hey, this is not being used. Um, and I thought it was the funniest thing in the world. But then I realized she was like 70, 80 years old. And I was like, oh, now it becomes really sad. Like, ah, oh, she's fucking obviously declining a bit. Um, and I was like, ah, shit, shouldn't have laughed. I feel like a dick now. But like, I mean, it was still pretty fucking funny. So I'm still laughing about it. But yeah, it was just sad that she was old. Um, I wonder, like, what are other examples of that? like of that situation happening that you could it would be hilarious if it was a younger kid but oh perfect falling over mate i'm if any if you follow the kids kids getting hurt page that's so funny i love that shit when kids like fly off scooters slip over do weird shit it's the best i laugh at it all the time but if that was like old people like if they had old ladies slipping over and shit it'd be fucking sad it'd be like damn man like fuck that's dangerous like that could be your last trip um so that's one example um what other shit's hilarious oh fuck man i don't know I'm, i got distracted I had like a minor lapse of concentration while i was trying to think of examples other examples of yeah when it's funny because when it happens to young people but it's sad when it happens to old people oh like car accidents I mean, well, <laughs> they're not really funny at all. Um, yeah, I'm just going to leave this topic and just move on to the next one, eh? Yeah, I think I think I should do that. Um, so, right, I was coming home from Caitlin's one afternoon, morning, I don't know, and I got to this, there's this bridge, right, and it's a one-way bridge, um, and a school was on, there's a school on the side that I was on, and the giveaway sign's on the other side. So the people on the other side of the bridge that were coming in the opposite direction of me should have been giving way to me, right? But I presume they were trying to get to the school that was on my side. Anyway, I go there to go and these fucking like 
five cars just cut in and keep going. And I noticed that all of them were mums, except for one guy who was a dad. But regardless, they were all parents. And I was like, these fuckers are crazy, mate. Crazy shit happens to parents when they're running late for their kid's school. They just don't give a fuck about traffic at all. They don't care about the rules. They're like, no, we're making it on time. And then, like, literally five minutes later, I was at the traffic lights and this fucking lady in a van was, like, tailgating me. And she pulls up next to me in, like, a minivan. She pulls up next to me and I was like, okay. I was like, I'm going to fucking smoke this bitch. Like, fuck you. And the light turns green and she fucking ripped, mate. She was driving harder than Vin Diesel in the pacifier. She was fucking scooting. She was like, meow, meow, cutting through cars. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Um, And she had a dash cam. I was like, Jesus, you're fucking crazy, man. And I ended up getting to the school she was trying to go to at the exact same time as her. um, And I wasn't driving like a psychopath. But it led me to realize, I was like, mate, no one... Like, you think you're a fucking crazy driver. You are nowhere near as crazy as um, mums or parents who are running late for their kids' school. They are the fucking craziest drivers, mate. They don't give a shit about the road rules at all. Um, Yeah, it was fucking wild, mate. Wild experience. I was fearing for my life. I wasn't, but, you know, I was baffled. I was kind of cut. My ego got a bit cut because I was like, fuck, I should have beat her. Should have fucking then slowed down, which is, I love pulling that move on people that tailgate, get in front of them, then slow down and just piss them off and sit there and laugh and enjoy watching them suffer. Um, but yeah, I was baffled by how fucking wild, absolutely wild parents are when they're trying to get their kids to school. Fucking hell, mate. Um, I need a drink. Anyway, how's your week going? How are your how's yours weeks going? Great. Great uh great language there. Um I can't remember what I was gonna say. Yeah, how are your weeks going? How's your week been? Uh, I should say. Been good, been up getting up to much stuff. It's wild how the weather's changed and it's cold in the mornings now. I couldn't undo my shoelaces the other day. Um, I got back from my run and I was like, my fingers just weren't working. I was like, great, we're having this problem again. And then it was like 35, or not 35, don't exaggerate. It was like 28 that day. I was like, great, why couldn't you be hot in the morning too? Same thing this morning. Went for a ride. I had like, I had all the layers on except for gloves. So I had like a long sleeve thermal top and then I had a my cycling top and then I had a plastic like over vest to keep the wind out. Um, and I was like, this is good. Like, I was cozy when I started. And then, like, got to 8 o'clock and I was like, I've got to get rid of all these layers. I'm fucking dying. So I did. But, like, I just wanted to be fucking 17 again. Like, even tomorrow morning, it's 13 in the morning. I fucking hate it when it's like that. Because it means I've got to pack layers and shit. I don't want to wear layers. I just want to wear a fucking cycle top and just get out there and fucking hit it. But no, we got the fucking cold mornings back. Wonderful. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm going to adjust my headphones, um, I had a thought this week, I, um, or actually other news, sorry, let's just chop in here, um, I was talking, I was talking to a mate who is doing stand-up, like he's in it now, um, and he's like done a couple of open mics, and he actually did his first show the other night, and I found a spot that does open mics on Thursdays at 730 
So I think I'm going to try it out. Um, after my Ironman, once I get that out of the way, then I'm going to have a crack. I think I'll give myself a week and then I'm going to go and do, I think they do four-minute spots. So you sign up at 7 and then you get in 7.30 and then like you go on at some point after that and do your four minutes. So I'm going to give it a crack. I've been... Like, I've got a huge list of... Not a huge list. Come on, mate. Settle the fuck down. I've got a, I've got a nice list of jokes or things that I think are funny. Um, I've been trying to think of what my style would kind of be like. And I feel like my style is more of a storyteller. Like, I don't come out with fucking punchline after punchline. I feel like I'm just a, a good storyteller. I feel like I have stories to tell. And then, um, yeah, I feel like I've got... I feel like I got some good stories, good funny stories with a comedic twist, and I'm trying to think of like you know I, I want to tell them as truthful as possible, but I feel like you got to add a bit of juice, uh, add a bit of juice to make them funny. So that's what I'm trying to figure out. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to write down a few. I'm actually going to sit down and write, um, write down my jokes and like write them out to just have a good flow, like not write them out to memorize them, write them out to have a good flow and a good structure and like all the key points I want to hit and then juice them up with a bit of funny shit or stuff that I think will make them funny. So yeah, I'm I'm very nervous. I was thinking about it while I was writing today. Very nervous, but also very excited because it's like, it's a big step. It's the first step in a long line of steps towards, um, you know, being funny feel like I've got a long way to go, but I feel like I'll get there, um, anyway, there was, fuck, I got, I feel like I'm, I'm chewing up too much time just talking shit, it's like, we're nearly 40 minutes in, and I haven't even touched on the topic yet, oh boy, all right, so, I'm gonna save a few topics for next, next week, because I don't wanna fucking, um, yeah, I don't wanna blow them, I don't wanna blow them out, all right, so, um, I'm going to talk about my psychology appointment because I feel like I learned something very cool or very not cool actually scratch that wasn't cool at all but so she's very like my psychologist is very it's different she's a psychologist but she's also like kind of spiritually too um and she said something to me that like we were working through some shit like talking stuff doing doing all sorts of different things and got to the point where she was kind of like can I say something? I don't want to like, if I overstep, you know, tell me I'm wrong or blah, blah, blah. And she goes, I think like, I think you raised yourself. I think you, um, particularly emotionally, she's like, I think you just, I think you had to raise yourself when you were younger. Like, I think that's why you are the way you are closed off emotionally because the way she spoke about it was, um, like you think of a three-year-old or you think of a puppy or, you know, young kids, they just express themselves 100% in this emotion, 100% in that emotion, 100%, 100%, 100%. They just go all in and they don't, like, they don't hold back. They experience everything at 100% and they get to feel it and they get to know what it feels like. She's like, but you weren't able to do that. You had to be on, like, you know, when I was younger, I had to be on all the time. Um, well, that's what she's saying. That's what she feels. And that's what kind of makes sense. She's like, you had to be on, you had to kind of try and protect yourself and you had to learn, you know, ways to keep yourself safe. And that didn't involve feeling my emotions that involved shutting him down and, you know, playing good boy or, you know, putting on a smile to try and protect myself. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's blown my mind, man. Like childhood trauma is a real thing. And I feel like no one is addressing it. It's, it's massive. No one addresses it. It's like, I feel like our generation 
um, is kind of becoming more and more aware of it. But like it's it fucks your life up. And unless you deal with it, you're destined to fucking, you know, get sick and probably die and have a shit one. Like if, unless you deal with the shit that happened to you when you were a kid, you're mm, like, it makes me scared. Like I'm so glad I'm dealing with my stuff now rather than waiting 10 years or whatever or waiting 20 years or waiting 40 years and then fucking getting cancer and dying like i'm so glad i'm dealing with it now that it when i think of you know everyone around me and the people that around those people and like i just think fuck there are so many people that have problems that they're not facing and it scares me it's like you you gotta face that shit otherwise it's yeah it's fucking very it's very scary um, but what she was saying is like a kid should be able to express themselves and put you know be out there but I wasn't able to and then she's like that's probably I think because I can read people or I feel like I can read people very well I can pick up when they're full of shit and I can pick up when they're genuine like I, like I can get a good read on people pretty much straight away um, and she's like you had to learn to read people just so you could keep yourself safe so you could be like alright what are you doing today how are you protecting yourself like how are you going to deal with this situation that's how you had to grow up which yeah when she told me that when she's like when she literally said she's like i think you had to raise yourself it was like someone had just fucking stabbed me and i was like and i almost cried didn't because i'm really good at holding back tears but i almost fucking like broke down and i was like you got that that hit a spot you did something there um so i think that's part of the shit i gotta work out which is why it makes sense as to why i don't really know how to feel my emotions because i've never learned i've never got to experience them um, so I was just thinking about that heaps while I was writing today. It's, yeah, it's fucked. Just, you know, if you got shit that happened to you when you were a child and you're not working out or you think like you do things that are weird and you're like, why do I do these things? Go and see someone, please. Cause mate, they'll change your life. And if you want to know this lady's number, ask me and I will send it to you. Um, she's fantastic. She'll fucking change your life. All right. Um, moving into the topic of today. I'm going to take a drink and then we'll get into it. Oh, oh boy. All right. So are decisions made based on the data you consume or are they made based on the data you create? Question by Benjamino. Um, so I'm going to firstly start off by like breaking this down to encourage the thought process of it. Like, think along. If you're listening to this, think along and, like, play play along with it. Um, that's why, that, like, that's... I feel like that's the best way. Best way to do it is to play along and get interactive. Um, so, yeah. What is the data that you are consuming? Like, what data do you consume as a person? Like, for me, it's podcasts, social media, talking with friends, and then occasionally reading headlines. I don't watch the news. I don't watch TV. I watch TV shows on, like, Netflix... But I don't really watch the news. I don't watch TV. I don't watch ads unless they're on YouTube. And even then, I try and skip them because I hate them. But that's the that's the data data that I consume. Like, I feel like, yeah, TV news, social media, podcasts, articles, headlines, and talking with friends. I feel like that's it. That covers most of the of the um, the data that you can consume. And then also, like, I suppose, consuming other people's behaviors as well could come into this like judging people, things that are happening to others. So you might see someone, you know, a couple arguing and you think, oh, like what a fucking dick, you know, but you don't really know what's happened. You just 
assume you consume that data and that's kind of you're just taking it in um so it could be interactions with people like for me if i see someone leave a trolley out i'm like you're a fucking dick that's the data that i can i am consuming um i'll get to the next part in a second and then can this data be good or bad yes it can the opinion of someone who yes so sorry <clears throat> so this data can be good or bad yes it depends on the intentions of the person creating the data like whether they have nefarious attention intentions and like lie and twist the truth and stuff just to try and manipulate you that's bad um but if it's fact it's fact like you can't change fact so i suppose it can be good or bad um it just depends on who's putting that data out there and whether they are putting it out there with bad intentions or not and whether it's like misinformation i guess i suppose because fact is fact, you can't change fact. But if someone's going out there twisting the facts um, in order to get a certain response, then that's bad. Then we move on to the next part of the question. What is the data that you are creating? Now, this is interpretations of the data that you've consumed. Um, it could be over overthinking scenarios that haven't actually happened, like things that you think are going to happen and then overthinking them and overthinking the overthinking. Uh, assuming certain things about topics without understanding the whole situation so like seeing a clip of something and being like fuck that guy um and then not actually understanding the whole situation like not being there and not witnessing the whole lot like seeing okay seeing someone yell at someone else and being like okay that person yelling is a fucking dick lo and behold the person getting yelled at like fucking i don't know put cream in the other guy's shoes like you'd get yelled at if you did that or in situation of me getting yelled at today on the bike someone went past and said, oh, why is this guy abusing this cyclist? What a dick. Wrong. I fucking cut him off, so I deserve to be yelled at. Um, so, like, you don't assume things. Like, that's the data you are creating. If you assume something, you're creating your own data because it doesn't exist. Um, <clears throat> shit, sorry. And then I feel like it all stems from how you were raised and what you were taught, or what you were taught about how to interpret different things. Um, a topic that... I touched on with my psychologist was like if your parent like is upset is visible visually visibly fucking visually fucking hell how did I fuck that up visually upset and they say everything's fine inside you're like wait what I know you're upset but you're saying it's fine I don't really understand and then you kind of don't understand the difference between upset and fine because it's conflicting you don't know what to trust um and another example would be like the difference between a feral dog who was abused by its human or not a feral dog but a like a dog put up for adoption or a dog abandoned um that was abused by its human versus a dog that was loved by its human if like that dog that was abused and treated like shit he's going to look at all humans as fucking assholes whereas the dog that's got cuddles every single day of its life is going to be like these humans are great all they want to do is hug me and the other one's going to be like, fuck these guys. Like, they beat the shit out of me, tried to make me fight other dogs, didn't feed me. Like, I hate humans. Um, so, I guess it's it depends in how you are brought up as well as, like, how you create your own data. Um, and then can this data be good or bad? And yes, it can. It, just depending on how you were raised. Like, if you were raised, um, let's use the most simple example possible. If you were raised in a household of, like, white supremacists, then, yeah, it's bad. Um, because the viewpoint is wrong. Straight up wrong. Like, what? It's, it's ridiculous. So, yes, it can be good or bad, depending on how you were raised. That's obviously an extreme example, but it's still an example. Um, 
So, let's take a step back. Does it depend on the scenario? Um, whether you make the decision based on the data you consume or the data you create? I feel like, yes, it does depend on the scenario. I feel like, oh, I feel like it depends on whether there's an emotional connection or not. Because I feel like if it's simply, if there's no emotional connection to the decision, then it's not going to matter. You're just going to base it off the facts. Or I would, anyway. I'd just get all the facts, assess it, and be like, all right, this makes more sense. Let's do this. Um, Whereas if there's an emotional connection to the situation, then I feel like you're going to be more inclined to you know, create your own data in order to justify the decision you want to make emotionally. Um, like, uh, what's a good example of this? I don't know. Bottom line is, if, yeah, if you don't have an emotional connection to the situation, you're going to use the facts and make the decision, or I'm going to use the facts to make the decision. But if you have an emotional connection, you're going to try and make the facts to justify your decision. It's the same thing as, have you ever had like two options and then you, you're you like, all right, I'm going to flip a coin and decide what to do. And you flip a coin. Sorry, I'm just distracted. What was that? Anyway, um, yeah, sorry. So you, you had a situation, you got two scenarios or two decisions or decision, fuck. Ah, sorry, I just got so distracted. Um, yeah, just say you got a choice to make, right? And you got two options and you decide to flip a coin to make the choice. Have you ever flipped a coin, got an answer and been like, fuck, disappointed? That's like, you'll go, okay, best of three. That's the, um, you know, creating data. Like that, that's how I view creating data. You're like, okay, no, I'm going to go again to try and get the answer I want. When reality is, you know exactly which one you want to do. So why don't you just choose it? Um, yeah, so I feel like it does depend not so much on the scenario, but depends on the emotional ties to the scenario, um, which is better. Well, what have I written here as notes? I don't know. I can't really, I feel like they both have their own place. I think what if your environment sucks, but you're a product of that environment. So the data you're consuming will be trash. Okay. Um, that makes sense. So I feel like it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I feel like they could either be bad they both could be bad and they both could be good um like because not all data is factual not all data created is factual um it depends on who's creating it so i suppose it that neither is better they're both the same um they're both used in the same way because like i guess you're going to create even if you are given the best data but you were raised if you're given the best influences but you were raised poorly, you're going to create shit data and those influences are going to have no effect on you. So it's going to be pointless. So I feel like neither is better, but maybe I just answered my own question in saying that. I feel like the more powerful... So I think I just stumbled on the answer here. Neither neither of those options are better or worse, um, whether you create data yourself and make base a decision off that or whether you base a decision on data you've consumed. I feel like if you were to pick a more powerful one, the more powerful one would be um, data you create because you can take in as much data from other people as you want. But if internally you're like set on, you've got your, your focus on bad, bad shit and you've been raised poorly, 
you're going to make bad data and you're going to make your decisions based on those bad data. Like it doesn't matter if you've like, if you've grown up in a fucking racist household, it doesn't matter how much positive data you take in on like, um, like colored people or people from other races, you're going to see them as bad because of the way you were brought up. Unless you fucking go through like repetitive fucking therapy and figure out that that's not the case and like undo all of that learning. So I think the more powerful one is, the data you create yourself. Um, but at the same time, I think data you consume does have an effect. I feel like it depends on your personality and I feel like it I feel like it all comes back to how you were raised, to be honest. I feel like the answer to this question, um, the answer to the question, are decisions made based on the data you consume or are they based on the data you create? I feel like that comes back to how you were raised. Because if I speak at it from my perspective and what I would do, I generally take, I generally weigh up both things. Um, like I will weigh up the facts and what I've taken in and the information I've consumed. And then I'll be like, okay, how do I feel about this? You know, that's how I kind of deal with things. I can consult both. So do they both work in unison? For me, yes, they do. Definitely. Um, but I feel like for, you know, other people, they're going to, you know, take in fact, take in, consume other people's data or consume data from different platforms and whatever. And they're going to be like, bullshit, 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 bullshit. I'm right. So I feel like it completely depends on who you are as a person and how you are raised. I feel like it has nothing to do with, or it does have something to do with it, but it doesn't have anything to do with like whether it's creating or consuming. I feel like it has to do with who you are as a person and how you actually work through making decisions. Like some people are just boom, fire, rapid fire. They don't even fucking, I don't even know how they make decisions that quickly. Other people actually weigh up the shit. So, um, it, and again, it would come down to how you were raised. Like were you raised to listen to other people and actually take in the information they were providing or were you raised to just make your own decisions based on how you feel? Like that's, it, again, it comes back to that. So, I feel like a bit of a letdown with this this topic. Um, I feel like it wasn't... It was interesting, but there wasn't... I didn't really come to a fucking conclu- conclusion on it. Um, interesting topic, though. I'm fucking... Yeah, I'm going to be thinking about this one tonight. That's for sure. Um, and I'm going to be thinking about how I make my decisions from now on, whether I'm making them based on the data I've consumed or whether I'm making them based on the data that I've created based on the data that I've consumed. Imagine if I just entered the name uh, the matrix right now, just, just into the microphone and that was it, disappeared into the matrix. Or it's probably not possible, eh? Because we're in the matrix. I don't know. Anyway, fucking lost my thought a couple of times today, didn't I? I was getting distracted. Maybe it's because I haven't had enough sugar. Got to drink another Cocoa Coast after this one. Mm. My bike's going in for a service next week. Getting tuned up, ready to rip at Geelong. I'm fucking keen, mate. Or maybe it's not next week. Maybe it's the week after. Yeah. Not long now. How many days does it say? There's my thing. Two weeks. Two weeks until the event. I'm fucking pumped. Yeah. I swam like 12Ks this week. It was legit. I'm feeling really good in the pool. That's why I sauntered so much and spent a lot of time with, um, I was going to say douchebags, but guys just talking absolute fucking bullshit, man. I still can't believe it. They're just... Most full of shit. They're almost as full of shit as old um, ex-bodybuilder guys that are in the gym. And old old dudes in general just being like, yeah, I fucking used to be an Ironman athlete, but you know what? I just gave it up because I didn't want to anymore. I did, you know, I used to I did one race. It was a fucking sprint triathlon. It's like, that's not an Ironman. That's a sprint tri. Well, what's a fucking Ironman? Oh, it's like 
70 times that distance. Oh. Yeah, anyway. Mm. How's this for a topic? All right, let's finish with this. Last topic of the day. I had a realization sometime this week, right? Um, so, I know there's a bit of difference between people who, like, are not assuming, but I'm going to assume here. I don't like to assume, but I'm going to assume. There's people who like exercise and like training, and there's people who like drinking. Um, and I feel like you can't really understand the other one, or, like, unless you do both, you don't really understand the other person. Like, people who drink a lot and drink drink fucking heaps and love it, um, versus people who exercise a lot all the time and love it. Like, I feel like, for me, I didn't don't drink because I like to get up and exercise. So, I feel like they're almost mutually exclusive almost um so i feel like there's a lot of misunderstanding like people who drink heaps are like why the fuck would you get up and go for a four-hour ride why would you do that that's so silly like it's painful it's not fun and like to a certain extent yeah it is painful it's not that great um it's hard really hard but like I, I enjoy it i get i feel good afterwards and then people who drink are like then i look at people who drink i'm like why the fuck would you drink and you know, like, wake up feeling shitty, but I'm not acknowledging the fact that you feel good when you've, like, you feel good when you're drinking, you feel happy, and, like, for me, they're not acknowledging the fact that when I finish riding or finish exercising, I feel pretty good, so I feel like they're the same, I feel like people who drink and the people who exercise are the fucking exact same, you could literally swap, and you would still get the same benefit, except I'd prefer to be doing the thing that makes me feel good after than the thing that makes me feel shit after. Like, at least with me, I can exercise for an hour in the, at the start of the day and then feel good for the rest of the day. Whereas with drinking, you would have to drink for the whole day to feel good for the whole day. And then you'd probably fucking suffer for a whole day. So I feel like exercise wins. Um, so if there was a competition between people who drink and exercise, I feel like exercise is going to win with benefits because you're healthy too. Um, you get health benefits out of it as well. I feel like I was just talking absolute fucking shit out of my ass then. But it's true though. Like, people who drink and people who exercise are one in the same. As my uh, psychologist is saying, it's addictive behavior. Um, well, to the level I do it in certain scenarios. Um, but anyway, I think feel like that's enough for today. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I'm starting to lose my voice. Gosh, I should have eased back into this, hey? Um, oh, sorry. I didn't even touch on this. Fucking hell. So last week, I recorded using a different platform. And this, the audio was just fucking shit. I didn't like it at all. I didn't use the soundboard that much. And I was like, I don't think I need to use the soundboard. So I'm going to try and figure out a different solution. But in the meantime, I'm just going to go back to my old ways. Because they were better. They work better for me. They're easier to do. I ended up using the footage from my GoPro again. So... I'm going to go back to the old school, old school ways of doing shit. Um, but yeah, happy days. Have a good day. Have a good week. Uh, and I'll check in with you next week. Peace out, my friends.